listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from AJ Marikin, and AJ talked about uh, some vacation sex that got a little out of hand. This week, I sat down with Tessa Orzek, and Tessa told me about having sex with a stranger in a bar bathroom after a very long day of work. Here's Tessa Orzek. I'm taking a deep breath because I've only told this story, I think, one other time to like an and not an audience but just like anyone in general and it was on another podcast when I was like hammered drunk and I ended up begging the host to take it down um <laughs> oh I think I know what podcast that okay. was okay so we don't maybe we don't have to start with that but <laughs> okay so well, I think it's manipulative to have a podcast where you get people drunk on purpose because it's like of course you're gonna end up saying some shit that uh you don't want on the internet forever like, yeah and the whole time I say stuff on this podcast that I that I go whoa whoops that was a mistake you know it's yeah. like, and I'm so I'm sober <laughs> The whole time we were doing that podcast too, they were talking about ordering pizza and like eating food. And I was like, guys, I'm starving. I just came from like a volleyball game. And like, it was like 10 PM. I had worked and gone to like a networking of, I mean, it was like the longest day of my life. And then I had like two bourbons and I was smashed, oh, like absolutely. hammered anyways. Okay. So, also, you know, forgive me, but I think a two hour podcast too long. It was three hours. God. It was the length what of Titanic. Are you, are you trying to, I will first. No I mean, edits. I was going to say, I know edits felt great. Amazing. Zero. Um, <laughs> Nothing I, wrong with that. Sign, print, cut, copy. I try to keep this one under an hour, but just like for me personally, like I don't really have the attention span of to listen to a two hour podcast. Neither do I, I. mean, I guess I could listen to it in chunks over a week, but no, <laughs> never, never, never. And I guess unless I'm driving cross country, maybe, maybe then. <laughs> no, it's garbage. I mean, it's all garbage. Anyways, most co- podcasts are garbage. This one is not. Um, I will tell. My disgusting story, I like told Jenna before, I am afraid that the person that I guess I did this to, even though an accident, will find me and seek retribution. So <laughs> I hope that's not the case. Okay. So this was in 2015. I had just started doing stand-up comedy and I was like getting really into it. And I was looking, I was also like bartending, kind of working like odd jobs, but mostly just like bartending. And I was looking for like any kind of production experience that I could get like in any area. And I answered a Craigslist ad to (laughs) (laughs) always a great start. (laughs) Um, I answered a Craigslist like gig ad and it was looking for I don't remember even what they called the position, maybe like assistant director slash like production assistant. And I was like okay and like I had already done some like production assistant type stuff so I was like okay and like basically it said what they were looking for was like an outgoing female which <laughs> red flag um, but, but they were looking for an outgoing female to interview people candidly like on the street because this project which was actually a legit project um, and the gig was somewhat legitimate um, the project was they were shooting a documentary at Wrigley Field about this ACDC concert that was going to happen there. This is in like 2015. And it was like a big deal because they had never played there or something. And I don't know, apparently people like ACDC and Wrigley Field. So it was like a big deal. <laughs> and, you know, it's like I think it was produced by like Sony, but they had hired out um, a director who was like responsible for finding his own help. So the director posted this thing. And the director was also somewhat legitimate, but in the grand like spirit of production people, he was batshit crazy and like uh, a drug addict. <laughs> um, not that all people are like that, but this guy, I did meet with him at like a fully lit bar in um, like the middle of the day in Wrigleyville. And he was like, okay, so like basically I just need you to like 
go up to people and interview them and that does sound fun it was fun it was super fun and I actually got really good experience in production from that but what I learned about uh yeah the first thing he asked me to do was to find him Adderall which I was able to do thank you Chicago comedy (laughs) and um yeah and then from there on out I was just like this guy's fucking insane he like doesn't sleep he drinks like all day every day he was British he had directed like a bunch of like Muse music videos so he was like legitimately like a good director but he was a very like wild person and what I learned in that even though I was new to production it was like okay so production people work super 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 long hours when they work like maybe they don't work for like the whole month and then they have 10 days where they work like 8 a.m to like 12 30 at night like midnight you know but then they go they go out so like I learned that and I was also like on Adderall so I was like and I was 25 so I was like okay yeah like cool no problem um so one of the nights after this shoot for ACDC um we were it had been an incredibly long day um I was out with them in a bar I believe it's in it's in Chicago I think it's like Ranch Triangle or Viagra Triangle one of those bars where it was like a very honest Viagra Triangle. You've not heard of the Viagra Triangle? No. <laughs> it's like a place. I don't know where it's exactly. It's located. It's somewhere like I want to say it's pretty close to the lake, just north of downtown, like maybe north of River North, but south of Lincoln Park, I think. I'm pretty sure. But there's a lot, from what I understand, they call it that because there's like a lot of like 60 year old men like trying to pick up like younger women oh, at totally this kind of bar. Cool. So we went out and I don't remember like a lot of it. I do remember that I was in a martini drinking phase. So that could have been why I was really fucking drunk like after one. And I'm still like I can get drunk on one martini today. So oh, I would be plastered. Yeah. But. So I was definitely drunk. You I was, went from an old cell to a martini. I'm not going to be doing very well. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Sick. So I was exhausted. I had been working on this shoot for probably like four days and this was like one of our last days I think and I was running around all day I had to wear all black like a techie so just to like describe to you the state of what my body was like it was very very stinky because it was this was actually in September so it was almost exactly six years ago Um, but I had to wear all black I had to wear like closed toe shoes so I was like running around literally like getting 30,000 steps in a day like just running around hauling cameras and stuff chasing people down on the street, like fighting through crowds and stuff. It was like, I was working so hard. I was sweating through my hair and like sweating off my makeup every day. So I was grimy as hell. But at the end of the day, I'm still like, yeah, I want to go out and drink with them. This is fun, whatever. So we go to this bar. I'm definitely disgusting. I know that I smell like, like an asshole. Um, And I was at this bar with all these production people and there was this, girl who was at the bar or maybe a young woman I believe she was Russian I feel so sorry for her okay um (laughs) okay so um she was definitely like flirting with me and I was like kind of into it and I was like okay like cool and uh it's not like a super common experience for me to hook up with women but it's not unheard of um and I think I was just like I don't know if maybe I could just say oh I was just drunk but I was like also just like kind of excited about like like going out with these people and I'm like this is wild all these new experiences are like happening and this girl I now realize in retrospect I believe she was like highly on cocaine like a lot um because she was really like trying to get me to meet her in the bathroom and (laughs) I which was like luckily it was a single stall bathroom um so I was like kind of like oh I'm good like I'm just gonna like you know get drunk and drink my drink and eventually I just went to the bathroom and before I got very far, like I didn't, I hadn't even like taken off my pants to like pee yet. This girl like bursts into the bathroom. She's like banging on the door and I like open the door and she literally burst into the bathroom and like 
we made out and I was like, <laughs> okay, like fun. But this girl was like, oh, relentless. I'm not saying she attacked me because I was totally into it and it was very fun. But she ended up trying to go down on me in this bathroom, uh, at this bathroom, which was not at this bar. I mean, which was not a clean place. <laughs> like I specifically bar. remember there was an overflowing trash can Tell nearby that. and yeah. there was like puddles on the sink, which my butt, like my bare butt was like sitting in a puddle on the sink, you know, it was like dirty. Um, and it was like late. It was like probably like one in the morning. So this bathroom hadn't been cleaned since yesterday. So it was disgusting. And this girl is really enthusiastic. She's like really, really into going down on me. And the first thing I could think of was like, oh my God, I, I can smell myself. Like I smell horrible, like horrible, horrible, horrible. So I kind of was like self-conscious about it. So I definitely didn't come, but I was like, you know, this was cool. This was fun. But I was like, I super have to pee. And I eventually convinced her to just like leave the bathroom after like, I don't know, maybe five minutes. Doesn't that suck when, when it's like, even when it's, it's like someone's going down on you and it's like, it's probably, they probably don't even notice or care. But if you're like, oh God, I've been sweating all day. It's like, I can't even have fun. You can't, it's, you I can't, can't relax. relax. You cannot relax. And in this case, and I. There's nothing they could really say to me to make it better. They couldn't be like, I love it. I think I'd still be like, you're a liar. Yeah. Like, she, well, this girl didn't care. And I know that she didn't care because. Okay, so this is the part of the story I feel really ashamed of and is really disgusting. So she leaves the bathroom and I was like, I really did have to pee, but I had forgotten that I had my period. So, okay, so I had my period and like I said, we had been working long days, like, you know, 18 hour days. And at one point, I mean, this this is how long the day was. I forgot that I did this when this girl came to the bathroom with me. I didn't say like, oh, I need to go in the bathroom and change my tampon. Like I completely forgot. There was no tampon. I had done, I'm sure, I'm sure any of our um, women with vaginas or people with vaginas listening know that like when you're in a pinch, what you do, if you don't have a tampon, because I didn't, I was out all day. I had taken like, you know, like 16 squares of two ply toilet yeah. paper and like folded them into like a little sort of like arrowhead Ooh. situation that was like, sh and then you kind of have to try to like shove it up into your vagina to stop the flow so like ruining your your pants so I had done that and it had been so long like it had been in there for so long and I literally forgot about it that it was basically like deteriorated and like oh. melted but there were just like little like flecks of like blood-stained oh, two-ply like brown <laughs> toilet paper no, no, that had just no. like melted from the crack of my body like out oh. and this girl had been down there like not even no and like I did oh. not notice it until she left and I was like I'm like I'm so glad she's <laughs> so fucked up like she's so on cocaine that she was like gonna do it she was probably about to like finger me and just be like what's this like oh. but I'm so grateful that I stopped her because I had some shame um shame can be good and then when I came out like of the bathroom she just acted like nothing happened like she was just like dur, dur, dur. and I was like okay so this was the right person <laughs> to have this experience with but like I never forgot about it because it was one of it was just I mean it was already gross to think of like a stranger going down on you in a bathroom in a certain way but like to have your period and then to have like one of those makeshift like I don't want anyone to even know that that's what we do. Like I don't want that to be like I don't want to share. That's an intimate experience. Yeah, I don't. Eating it. Yeah, I don't want someone to be eating it. It's like not a great first impression for my vagina. Um, no, I know, and don't. That's what really matters. Is I'm like I don't want you to see me this way. Like, yeah, I don't want to get bad reviews on Yelp. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I feel really bad. But you know, she didn't really <laughs> One care. One star had the consistency of paper mache. I don't <laughs> smell like rust. I don't know. It was really gross, and I've never forgot about it. And I feel. 
very guilty that because is. if anything, I would think women would have higher standards for like the upkeep of your vagina. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she really didn't care, but she might've been like one of those people that's like, I'm just in town for three days and I'm going to get fucking wild. And I don't even know if she spoke a lot of English. I don't remember talking to her very much. So <laughs> it was just a dirty tryst in a dirty bathroom. <laughs> the universal language was mm. spoken. <laughs> Please eat my smelly, <laughs> moldy vagina. God. I know it's so gross. It's so gross. I feel so bad for her. You know, I think what it does speak to, though, is like, yeah, it's like we have these high, we're like so disgusted by ourselves. And like most other people aren't, don't notice like these, like how bad we think I it appreciate is. you saying that, but I, like I think you're trying to let me off the hook. And I don't think I deserve it in this case. <laughs> most cases, I would say, yeah, like I know what you mean. Like I don't like to like get nasty until I'm like relatively showered you know oh yeah if like, I haven't showered that day I, I wouldn't be having fun yeah, yeah it's just it's just gross like I think now I'm in a, now I'm in a long-term relationship with a man unfortunately but um <laughs> <laughs> I now I'm like a little bit more relaxed about that especially with the pandemic I was like okay like we had there were times where we didn't shower both of us for four days yeah it doesn't mean that we were like having sex well, about it but and also if you're on the same page that's one thing versus like if you're the dirty girl yeah <laughs> yeah oh and he's definitely my boyfriend now is very stinky when he doesn't shower so I'm like <laughs> I feel good and being like you need a shower and not me just being like but I'm fine <laughs> <laughs> I got two more days <laughs> sips my iced coffee yeah <laughs> live show uh the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of those stories yes okay very hungover with a belly full of eggs i took an uber home and proceeded to throw up in my scarf and down my jacket without the driver noticing the scarf was wool and was not salvageable <laughs> but when i hear the story i go you were able to throw up down your jacket without your uber driver saying anything yeah i think he did know. i think he definitely <laughs> noticed although i think he was like this woman's having a hard day i won't charge her two hundred dollars i mean yeah it's like it's not in the car it's on you yeah which i think is the big yeah that's notoriously what uber drivers care about is yeah their car. <laughs> but r.i.p to that wool scarf oh, i know i threw up on a scarf one time <clears throat> well actually what i did was i threw up into my hands you ever done that I like woke up. This is like so. I I don't really black out because I I only drink beer. But but it was one of those things where like I was drunk. It was I've definitely told this on the podcast, but I'm I'm retelling. Let it. her rip. Um, it was my roommate's twenty first birthday, and I was twenty. And but I had a I got her fake ID because she turned <laughs> twenty one. Right. And so I'm walking around with a twenty five year old's ID. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's very. People would look at the ID and they go. She looks ethnic. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, but anyways, but funny enough, her name was Genevieve hmm. on the fake ID. That's crazy. Um, also, that's not really the part they care about, though. It's more, it's more, you know, height, weight, what you look like. Yeah, but that's crazy. That's not a very common name. Can you say your address? Um, no, I don't. Yeah. Um, that's my name. For, so for your the roommate listeners. was Genevieve? No, the fake ID was oh, Genevieve. Oh, she had a fake ID. Like, it was like okay. a real ID from a... Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes. I had one of those in my friend group. Her name was Ann Middow, if you're listening. What up, Anne from Westlake, Ohio? Genevieve um, Rubin. That's right. Yeah, name. and we all memorized all the credentials, and she looked nothing like any of I mean, it was really just me and my friend Carly, oh, but we got, like, mileage out of it. I mean, it looked nothing like me. The girl was, like, 5'2", 140 pounds, pale, dark, straight hair, like, nothing like me. And my friend Carly looks nothing like her either, but it worked all over Cleveland. Thank you so much. I think what it used to be, like, if you had a fake ID with your actual photo, like they weren't as good because they like 
they would know versus like a real ID that kind of looks like you was sort of the way to go. I yeah. guess. But. It was basically like, okay, you're a white woman. So this might work. And yeah. it always worked. I, when I was like a sophomore, I borrowed my roommate had a fake ID that kind of did look like me. And she'd like just gotten it. And I, my boyfriend is 21 and we he wanted to go not what I now know to be literally the worst bar in Madison the the KK I'll I'll say it I don't give a shit um <laughs> what an armpit uh and my boyfriend wanted to go there and wanted me to go come with this ID so I borrowed it from my friend she goes okay don't get it taken immediately got it taken away <laughs> of course <laughs> and also I found out that Barnes was like really they would just take IDs all the time Ugh. But I was like, oh, my God. I panicked. He's like, what's your address? I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I don't. I'm don't, homeless. Don't call the police. <laughs> they immediately took it. My roommate was pissed. <laughs> you just try to grab it back That's and run. Her. She should have known. I really have no. I, I, I'm i terrified of authority. So I can't. I, don't I, call the police. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> just pee yourself <laughs> anyway why wait where was i going with the oh right it was her 21st birthday i got drunk but then i went to sleep everything i thought was going fine and i like became conscious as i was throwing up in my hands i was Gross. like halfway out of my bed and just barfed into my hands but then i barfed so much that like you know more than a handful Your cup floweth over yeah, that's exactly right yeah. and then i was like what do i do let's speak and so i threw it into my like garbage can in my room but obviously it didn't all land in the garbage can and then a couple weeks later I'm wearing my little scarf I was had a big scarf phase in college um and I look down and see a dried orange like puke why is it always orange yeah what the fuck what's what's going on in there that my dog just barfed up orange today but we fed him pumpkin so that makes sense but I feel like when you're drunk feed your dog pumpkin His poops You're like, need help. Organic chicken. No, his poop <laughs> needs. range. No, it's not. Oh, it's shitting be- liquid. It's because he has tummy problems right now because he's oh, a puppy tell- and he got he eats too fast, so <clears throat> he throws up and he has diarrhea because he just eats so quickly and, and who among us can't identify with that? <laughs> <laughs> I eat too fast and have diarrhea. I mean, yeah. Feed <laughs> you some raw pumpkin. Feed me pumpkin. <laughs> no, it's because he's a basic bitch. I'm giving him pumpkin. They say the hotter you are, the worse your tummy problems are. That's what they say. Yeah. I, heard <laughs> I that. saw that on TikTok. I read that in Vogue. <laughs> okay. Here's another one for you. This one is a little bit more of a story. <clears throat> okay. In early quarantine, I was at my boyfriend's house. I'd showed up in only a strap on and a coat with a vibrator in hand to seduce him. Wow. <laughs> the plan got flipped on me and I ended up having sex with him while he used the vibrator on me and put the strap on in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. We really, yeah, Fun that's a big, times. That's a big flip, huh? Yeah. I, we, I like to see it though. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> partway through, he pulled it out and with it came a massive pile of shit. <laughs> like a lot. Nightmare. <laughs> I panicked and did like a tuck and roll, (laughs) (laughs) which spread shit all over his sheets. (laughs) He handed me the dildo. I threw it back at him. And then he threw it back to me. Hot potato. Yes. (laughs) Shitty hot potato. I ended up showering with it and trying to clean it off before throwing it out. Later that day, I got shame drunk off rum and cokes. And when I sat in his bed, I fully released my bladder. (laughs) Oh, my God. This was not the reason we broke up. Oh my god beautiful wow <laughs> you rolled through a pile of your own poopy i didn't know it could come out in like a pile like that i mean i guess it can <laughs> i feel like yeah don't you have to be prepared for that right well and i think um i would have to imagine the speed at which you're pulling it out probably has a lot of 
a fact over that type of thing. Yeah. But I've never, you know, I haven't done a lot of ass stuff. So it's like the most I've had back there is like a butt plug. Yeah. Or a finger. And a finger I don't like. I, I it's too it. much. It's too, you know, I know a lot, of, a lot of my friends do like it. And one of my friends said she likes to feel like plugged up from every hole kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But for me, it's like too intense. It, I liked it. It was almost like painful. I get it. No, that makes the sense. The finger. It's, it's your butt. The butt plug I thought was really pleasant. Hmm. Well, they're different shapes. Yeah. And different, totally different textures. Also, there's fingernails on I hands. was going to say, yeah, butt plug doesn't have a fingernail. <laughs> a gross ass fucking fingernail. Maybe some do. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what people like? <laughs> you butt plug that's just a finger. Let's vote. <laughs> they should, no, that we should, you should do a line of oh, exists. God. Oh my God. You should do a line of lady like sex toys and one's a finger that's like a butt plug oh just like deranged shit to put up your ass yeah that'd be really funny. <laughs> that would be awesome i bet you people would one's buy like that. a pigeon like i would buy <laughs> one's the beak of a pigeon a taco yeah yeah i would do it a crayon yeah i would a buy one of those if you sold okay. those at like the show you know what? So all we need I'll, is someone who can mold us. I'll put plugs. you in charge of the merge. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll get I'll get to uh, practicing. I just have to right go now find we a have pigeon. Pins and stickers, but you guys can't put those up your ass. <laughs> Do not <laughs> put like the pins up your ass. Okay, just the stickers. You can roll up the stickers if yeah, you want. Yeah, go go to town. I mean, do what you want. It's your body. <laughs> uh, okay, I got one more for you. Okay. Um. I got up in the night while drunk, and since I was used to having to put the seat down before peeing, the next morning we discovered the oven door was open and there was pee all <laughs> over the oven door and on the floor under it. Oh no! That uh, seems like it could happen. That seems like a really common issue for people. How do you no. clean pee out of your oven? Um, honestly, I would just shut that thing, turn it on, tell it, yeah. to, tell it to clean itself. Self-clean. Yeah. <laughs> Just the smell of baking, roasting pee, Ooh. roasting piss. That's not yeah, broiled. The newest bath, <laughs> bath and Body Works candle, oh, roasted yeah. piss. <laughs> All right, so we're doing butt plugs, we're doing candles, <laughs> we're doing. Hmm. I've never peed anywhere anywhere weird on accident. I on purpose. I'll go pee somewhere weird when I'm drunk. But like, I had friends that would like, yeah, like pee the bed. Well, not the bed, but like one of my friends in college would. Would just piss like she would get she would get drunk and then she would just take her pants off and piss on the carpet yeah. and then go to bed. Yeah, I know. I've seen drunk <laughs> people like do that in their see house. See it and be like, Ugh. that's gross. I know, or like pissing in the closet. Like men piss in the closet all the time, and I kind of get where they're coming from on that one. But like, how drunk do you? I mean, that you gotta be pretty fucking drunk to not pee. I've never peed the bed, but I have been peed on. I have never peed the bed. Who drunk peed the bed? Like I fully woke up in a puddle of piss. That's, I think that's you're pretty far gone when you're pissed. Yeah, it was disgusting. And then the next day I woke up and had to go babysit like a baby, in like piss covered shorts. Oh, you had to wear the. (laughs) I like yeah, I had to go in the morning. It was horrible. But then, I mean, the baby was peeing and pooping, too. So yeah, like, wow, you're just rubbing this baby is from shit a, on you. This is from a baby. <laughs> not a grown man. <laughs> eh, not my boyfriend that I'm dating. <laughs> yeah, literally was. Not the adult I'm dating. No, no, no. This is from an yep. infant. Two-year-old. <laughs> I don't really pee weird places either when I'm drunk. But I do, You like, pretty regularly, I pee a little bit on myself when I'm going to the bathroom. Like, when I'm trying to wipe, there's always, like, a little shake that's left. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I have to pee I, I seriously feel like I always have pee on my hand when I go to the bathroom. Oh, to, oh my God. One time I was, 
I think I was at a bar or something, and it was, like, the most honest moment with this woman. She came out of the bathroom, and she was like, ah, sorry, I just got pee on my hand. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Happen- happens to me all the time. <laughs> and she would, like, run over and, like, wash her hand. But she was like, I- sorry, I can't talk right now. I have I pissed on my hand. <laughs> That's me every single like, time. Oh, I've been there. Like, the woman is my spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, what a thing you did not have to tell me, but chose to. <laughs> <laughs> Does this look cool? No. Okay. For the listeners. I'm going to leave it. I just gave myself. Fucked up with her. I'm giving myself a little fake bang ponytail. Like a flip, flip my pony to make it bangs. And Jen doesn't like it. I hate it. It's not for you. (laughs) Then you should see my internet comedy. (laughs) You don't like this. Our live story comes from AJ Marikine. AJ is a Chicago comic and um, a man, I should mention. Um, Sometimes men are on the show if they're not straight. Okay. Uh, And this was recorded in July of 2021. Here's AJ Marikine. Okay, so this started in 2011. I remember this summer because I was doing keto that summer. I <laughs> it wasn't keto at the time, it was called the Atkins diet. We didn't know what keto was. <laughs> <laughs> this year there was a man named Dr. Atkins. Uh, he wanted to eat meat, cheese, and drink sugar-free Kool-Aid until he got snatched. And so I did just that, okay? It was six months of that. I lost 85 pounds. I've never been so skinny in my entire life. I even at birth, okay? I'm serious. When I was born, my mom and my dad died during childhood. <laughs> Didn't know that
I uh, send it to the whole city of San Diego. I'm hosting in San Diego. I want to eat someone's ass tonight. No reciprocation. Let me know if you're interested. Up, interested, send. Sends me his address. So I go there. I go to his house. Cute guy. A little bit older, tall dad for boy. There he is, a wicker chair, kind of the size of that, with a hole cut in the center. Oh. Oh. Well, that's for, huh? And the legs are cut down to about four inches tall, so that way he can slide under you like a mechanic, just go to the I'm here for this, okay? This is innovation. Great and barely got shit on this man. <laughs> Of course, I sit down, he's eating my ass like nobody's business, I'm jacking off, he's jacking off, I come, he doesn't come. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine, but I mean, I'm not sure. And I say that, he's like, uh, I know it said it was just for like eating ass, but I was wondering if you know if you wanted to pee on me, too. And I was like, honestly, I don't do pee stuff. And I was like, I'll buy your Uber, I'll give you $30. This is pretty good enough, so we're working cash here. So I know there's no project edition going on, it's fast to $30, I'm like, all right, let's get to business. He sits on the toilet, and because he wanted me to pee on him, so it just goes right into the toilet. So I started peeing on him, and the look on his face, instantaneously, something was wrong. All right? And I recognize it, too. My pee smelled insane. My pee smelled like ammonia. It smelled like cat litter. It smelled like anchovy. It smelled crazy. And he was like, why does your pee smell like that? And we looked in the toilet, and he was a dark, golden brown.
we're doing all these things. But the light still hasn't been turned on. So we get to his bedroom, we're still chasing, no light on, still super dark. I'm like, thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe he doesn't want to see my body. Actually, what if he doesn't want to see his body? Because my body image issues are big. You know, we're not talking about body image issues at all. Going through all this in my mind while still like, you know, chasing him. He's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go grab a condom. I'm like, sure, yeah, go for it. He leaves. I'm like looking around for my phone. So I'm looking around the bed. I'm like, oh, wait, I, maybe I dropped it. I brace myself on the mattress and I feel something pop. No. And I'm like, okay. Uh, I know something. It felt like kind of like whenever you break a plastic hanger, like that popping noise. It felt smaller than that. Like maybe it was a pencil or like a crown or something. I was like, okay. I felt something was popping on the floor. So I waddle over to the door because I have my pants around my ankle. <laughs> and I put the light switch on and I will. Okay, so. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
correct myself on the set and got to set the slide. I'm like, okay, we're in it. We started it up. We're going to destroy this old car up. Let's get to work. I'm doing the meal stuff. I'm bottom my, I'm twisting my head in ways that's never twisted before. It's Exorcist 8 up in there, okay? Business, man. For business. I gag again, and I spill the <laughs> Instagram at Tessa Orzak. You can follow me on TikTok. You could be my third, fourth, and fifth follower at Tessa Orzak Comedy. And um, if you're in Chicago, you can see me performing like the end of September through mid October every weekend. I have something going on. So hit me up on Instagram. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.